0: Hello and welcome once again to It Is Complicated, the podcast where the answer to everything is it's complicated, as why is this just Dr J and where is the blinking bonky music? It's complicated. So um, this is the second part of what will be a three-part uh, set of special episodes from a panel from NB City in London uh, that was held at the start of December and it is all about uh four people on the panel, uh, myself, a lovely person called Malachi, a wonderful person called Haz, and another lovely person called Lily. Uh, We are all non-binary or of different genders talking about those things, and we are discussing uh, life, the universe, queer joy, all of those things. Uh, So this is the second part. Um, Before we get into it, just a very quick apology. About halfway through, just as we started talking to the audience, um, we did the thing uh, of pulling all the mics out of the recording device so the audio quality drops quite a bit I've done my best to clean it up to make it listenable um, if you find it too hard there is a transcript we're gonna do a, our best with the automated transcripts to hope that they make a bit of sense so that might help you hear what's going on um, some people's voices uh, picked up really well myself and Malachi still have a good working mic um, Lily has and the audience members They're a little bit harder to hear at times, uh, so you might just need to focus. I've done my best to clean it up. So there's this episode, there'll be another one in uh, in about a week or so um, to finish this off with the last of the audience questions. And it got into some really interesting discussions. Um, That's why we're putting it up. Um, And then we're back to our regular programming, whatever regular means for the It Is Complicated team. So um, here here we are. Here's the panel discussion. And without further ado.
1: Last question from me, and then I'm going to open it up to everyone. (laughs) be prepared uh if you have any questions if you don't then by all means we'll just sit here and watch you walk out the room (laughs) uh so last question from moi is um what are your hopes for non-binary folks or gender-free folks? I love that term by the way I'm gonna use that. Do you mind? Can I steal it? Gender free. Uh what what are your hopes for non-binary, gender-free, whatever the fuck else you wanna call us? Uh folks in the future. Yes, please do start.
2: It would be great to not have to shapeshift into um government and state regulated genders. Um, as a starting point, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it would be really great as well. I'm really trying to mirror your positive spin on everything, and <laughs> so bear with me. Um, I think it would be really beautiful if um we managed to escape the clutches of heteronormativity in all the ways that it shows up, like even in Queer relationships, we can fall into patterns of like binary thinking and and binary ways of of operation. Um, and I think really what's at the, the root of that is examining how again white cis heteronormative patriarchy manifests within our conditioning. Uh white not being ethnicity per se, but being shorthand for white supremacy and those tools of of manipulation and of contortion and of um obstruction how do we overthrow that within ourselves so that we can overthrow it within our systems and the systems that we think that we feel like we want to belong to because why are we seeking to belong the I'm gonna tangent and I'll be do quick it. if I if i not quick stop me. I won't <laughs>
3: <laughs> but like I, I don't quite I God. We have to recognize that um,
2: we it's it's not Karen. It's not. I'm gonna let it bake. I'll come back. I'll come back.
0: Please do. Please do. So, um, I'm going to do a hope thing, but it comes with a content warning. I will talk slightly about suicide here and suicidal ideation. So, just protect yourself. Um, I spent forty something years trying to kill myself very unsuccessfully I'm incompetent at it which is great Um, I want my hope for the future for non-binary people is for people not to feel that pressure not to feel that external pressure or that internal pressure or that pressure of not feeling like you belong anywhere that just eats away at you because even when you come out the other side and you want to be here and you wake up every day and you're like I'm awake, and that's an amazing thing, because it didn't used to be an amazing thing. Um, it's still really difficult sometimes to live in that world, but I want none of you to have to deal with that. I literally, I've got a nephew now who's just turned one, and, or a nibbling, I'll call, I'll call them a nibbling, because we don't know what gender they're actually going to turn out to be. I want them to have that freedom to choose and not feel the same pressure that I did. I want them, I want all the people who were one when I was one, who felt like I did, who didn't make it through, because I'm 53 and I feel like I'm past the half-life of non-binary people who grew up, who were born when I grew up. I feel like there's so many of us who didn't make it through and I want more and more of you to make it through. I want more of you to make it into your 50s, into your 60s and I want to see old non-binary people. I want mm-hmm. to not go to more funerals for young queers. I want to be there and be celebrating you getting the fucking old. I want us to build a non-binary retirement home. Ooh. You know, I want us to be in, in, everyone talks about opening doors London. I'm now old enough to go, but they're still so binary they're still they're talking about, oh, there's a lesbian, there's a gay and lesbian retirement village. And I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm way too young for that. But also, <laughs> but but also I want when when I'm when I'm ready to get my ass into a, a care home or something like that, I want it to be non-binary. I want there to be old people like myself around, but there aren't that many of us. And I want more of you to make it through. Because fuck it, I don't want any of you to have gone through the shit that I've gone through. And that's the biggest thing. And I, I don't want other people who've gone through the shit to be bitter and horrible like they are. Because I know the reason so many turfs are 50, because they felt the way I did. They went through the shit that I did and they've come out bitter and hateful. And I want people to come out and still be kind and still look back and go, I want all of you to be around when i'm 90 and i want you to be sitting there celebrating my 90th birthday which is a fuck of long time away and i want you all to have kids or not have kids and all of those things and i want this room to be full of people and you know i don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing
1: that's wonderful
2: <laughs> thank you thank you for saying that mm-hmm. thank you yeah thank you It's really honest um, I remembered what I was gonna say. Please go yeah, ahead, please. I I was thinking about tables, um, and I was thinking about the phrase the seat at the table, and it, it's used in lots of different contexts. In this context, the table, the chair, the room is heteronormativity. Why do we want to be sat at that table? Very confusing, which is what added to the point I was talking about with deconditioning and not having that in our personal and intimate spaces or in the spaces that we have to work in or in like any of the other spaces that we have to occupy because we should have the freedom to choose to do something different and and the freedom to choose um not to construct tables tables are rigid and square and angular and that's not what we are by nature by um in our core For myself, at least, and I feel like for for a lot of us in this room. So what's the point in fighting to sit? What's that English phrase? What do English people say? Um,
1: All sorts of shit.
2: Yeah, mad idioms. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand idioms. I find them really confusing. But this one makes sense. You can't square a circle. You can't circle a square. Something like that. exactly something about square peg in a round hole square peg in a round hole we got <laughs> it! yeah you can't do that it's impossible
3: <laughs> and that's on
2: inclusivity
3: <laughs> but yeah
2: you, you the the contortion needs like my dream is to not contort. my dream is to exist in all of the sort of unclassifiable shapes that I find myself existing in and not shifting into and my hope is that we we don't feel like we have to do that anymore that we can thrive and and build uh, gender-free and non-binary retirement homes and they don't have square doors maybe (laughs) Shit, maybe we're limboing in to keep our hips in check. I don't know. But, like, there's so many possibilities. And the failure of imagination in this silly little sinking island is so upsetting. There is no imagination here. Nothing grows here. So the least that we could do is feed ourselves and grow ourselves and become something new.
1: Thank you. So I've just got a vision of us all walking into, like, a hobbit hole. (laughs) when we're retired um do you want to go
4: before yeah (laughs) what was the surprise (laughs) they want to say something weird (laughs) sorry i would also never make it in this retirement home not because i don't want it but because my limboing is really horrible so i'm like where's lilia i'm like oh still at the door (laughs) still not making it in (laughs) well uh because a a big thing is it's like the dreaming i'm I can be many things but I will probably always be an idealist it's just like I just always want to see the best in people and I just want always uh, to have my dreams pushing me because the last thing I want is my fears holding me back and um, it's definitely something I'm dreaming about that we at one point I know we are not there yet and um, but hopefully we will be at one point just that we step away from the box system like what is our need on putting people in it and like describing and this being in society that you don't have to fill out even fill out the forms of like oh uh what gender are you where are you coming from that we step away i know where they're doing it so i don't want to like be disrespectful but i think at one point we need to step away from it to just be free and just let everyone be who they want to be and not try to press anyone into something they are not so which would also make it easier for uh everyone to just be themselves and not really um trying to be something or even pretending to be something we're not and i think that's kind of my dream what we could go to
1: thank you very much um my dream my dream or dreams for no, i think i'm gonna stick with dream my dream for all of us uh in the future is Again, love. I think it all comes back to love. Uh, It's, yeah, again, it's taken me (laughs) so long to love myself in this world um, of this white heteronormative patriarchy. Um, And finally, when I was able i i i think I'm now able to love myself or most days I am anyway um i was then you know i i i felt i always say i felt love for the first time at the age of like twenty one like it's crazy and i feel like i'm gonna give a shout out she's gonna hate me for it to my beautiful girlfriend over there um like i me loving myself has enabled me to love and enabled me to be loved and I feel like that is something that a lot of of us live like or or particularly in in past years past generations have lived such loveless lives which um I'm gonna try and keep it light-hearted queer joy queer joy um but You know, I I I want I want that for all of us. I want us all to experience love, whether that is loving yourself, or that is loving someone else, or that is being loved by other people. Because you know, it's it's all right being being loved by other people or other people saying that they love you. Um, but are they loving you for what they see, or are they loving you for who you actually are? Um, and I feel like now the reason you know I've 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 had people tell me they love me before but like uh not sure uh but uh but like now when 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 I get told I love you it, it actually it it means something because this person that is telling me that they love me knows who I am like who I actually am like I'm not hiding behind you know, meet me behind this little mannequin of little here's man Harry. Uh love me. No, you uh you know this person knows who I am or these people. There are other 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 people. Uh uh th- these people know who I am and they tell me they love me for for who I am. Uh who I actually am. So yes, love. Love is what I want. More love.
0: I also think it's possible to be loved and to love even if you can't love yourself at the time yes it is completely yes. there are times when you can't love yourself but having somebody love you is still totally possible and you can still mm-hmm. love them back because i think that that root paulism of you can't how <laughs> how can you love your love somebody else if you can't love yourself or whatever whichever way around it goes that sets a an unrealistic expectation on some mm-hmm. of us because it is very hard to love yourself it is very hard to love who you are and to be kind to who you are but if you can if you can experience love then that's a really really cool thing
1: mm-hmm. yeah uh thank you Love. <laughs>
0: That's another RuPaulism Everybody say love.
1: Um I prefer that one. Uh, oh, sod,
0: sod the fucking cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was supposed to keep it pg on the podcast. Wasn't
1: oh, don't, don't worry. Oh. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. Uh oh. Uh, this is Mile. Uh I'm I'm gonna throw it out to people. Shall I pass the mic around Does any well before I throw it out, does anyone have any questions? Hey <laughs> hey. Hey, woo-hoo! who's getting the mic first? Whoa, whoa! <laughs> You're the first because I head just head. love the the yeah, jumpsuit. I really love the oh dear, yeah, it's gorgeous. I love it. Hello, uh, I'm fine. I'm being her, but
3: I'm still navigating that space. But I'm comfortable, babe and well. And uh, thank you so much. Um, it's really... It's really... I'll ask this question. so um, try not to be judgmental, but I am struggling um, interacting with people who don't want to understand about anything outside of the binary. So I was thinking, what is the best way to sort of like educate? or branch the subjects, or sort of, um, I don't know, not a sort of angry
0: or voice One of the things that I've found at my job, um, because I've been educating people on pronouns and getting them to understand that they're non-binary people, and I have had to build with people who are gender critical. I've had to deal with people in public meetings who've challenged me by asking their pronouns. Um I've just found a, 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 there's almost a grey wall fence, and people say, Oh, I don't know what these pronoun things are, and it's like, it's okay, which one is called UP Shield A? Shielder. And literally just by asking that question, they really, oh, it's not a problem. Let really me just educate you hadn't ever so slightly on what a pronoun is, because you know, basic fucking English. Um and they're like, oh, 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 it's this pronoun. And um so that's fine. The other one that I've also had to deal with is the oh you can use any pronoun as long as you're polite. Oh okay. um, one of the but one of the coolest things was, and I've had this happen three or four times in public meetings. The first time it happened, I was there with a colleague. The colleague messaged me and said, Would you like me to take the meeting for a couple of minutes and share it and give you a few seconds to it? to recover from that, because that's really unfair. I don't know how to respond, but I want to give you a couple of minutes. And I was like, no, no, it's cool, it's cool, I can deal with this. So I just said, okay, so we'll use she for you for now, because she was a she, and if I'd used anything else, it would have been kicking off. The next time that it happened was about three months later, and again, my colleague was like, do you need anything? And I was like, no, 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 I got this, and with the same response. The third time that she did it, the next, I didn't say anything, the next person who introduced themselves like, I am Annie and I'm a a," And it was so funny because That's everyone in those public meetings suddenly had turned around and had realised that it was uncool to make those statements. And she suddenly found herself on the wrong side of the group. And it's that slow movement that we start to win. And it's getting our allies to recognise that by standing up and saying, hey, I'm so-and-so, this is my pronoun, just makes that space a little bit safer for us. Now, my brain is also complicated because I go by day most of the time, but when I'm in queer spaces, I you go by she, as you, she's a bougie girl.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> she <laughs> likes getting her nails done, and, like, and, and, and she plays with her hair. Um, but that's a she that's gone all the way out over there somewhere, been queered massively, and come back as a very queer glitter-based she, and is not a default she. Um, so that playfulness of pronouns is
3: also something that is very joyful as well, and you can play with. Does that kind of help somewhat? Um, Other than just basically bombing the tips.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm a lot less gracious. (laughs) (laughs) The
2: internet is accessible for for the people that are saying those kinds of things, right? And also, I'm a consultant, so I get paid to educate people on these kinds of things. Um, Free labour is our history, and I don't believe in doing any more of that. And I don't feel like you should feel um, an obligation to do so either. Allyship is about people who have greater privileges, using that latent power and stepping into it and doing that work on your behalf. So I'd encourage you to find allies who might be able to speak more on the level of the people who are being critical of gender to save yourself the burden of having to deal with it. That because uh, I'm tired, and that's coming from a tired person.
3: It's something which helps me, which might not help anyone else, but I find it very helpful. So every time I, uh, because. What I have on Russian from Germany, and we have a saying about uh, making someone walk in your shoes. I think it's something similar exists in English, but um, we can't, like, whatever we try, however, if we're like um, making people uh, or explaining it ourselves or trying to find it, but we don't have any control if the other person or how the other person responds. So the only thing I can do is look at what I can do um, because I have no control how the other person reacts. I don't know if I ever will make them be more tolerant. I don't know. It's also, on the other hand, not well, as long as you're not. Uh, it's our thing of like making sure we are feeling safe and we are being seen, but putting up the wall if you want to put up the wall because we can't affect what the person on the other side is right? doing. And it should not be our thing. If they want to be intolerant and ignorant for the rest of their lives, it's their loss because that's kind of how I see it. They're just losing out. um that's kind of how I take the approach of being like whatever you do, it's kind of not, not my truth away. Yeah,
1: I I do agree. And um... But I mean most of the time, me personally, I'm, I'm not a, a confrontational person, so to speak. However <laughs> um you know if if, if I'm respecting you as 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 I do, I am respected, um, and you're not respecting me back, mm, we're gonna have problems. So I I I tend to just try and and and, and combat it head on, really. Um correct them every time they misjudge me. You know, point out what what, what they're what they not quite understanding. Um, but sometimes sometimes you have to protect yourself. Sometimes it, it gets the much, And yeah, I agree. Sometimes I, I just have to put up not necessarily a war of
3: like you're not going to upset me because it is upsetting. But um, yeah put of that defense sort of
1: which is hard to do okay. but i mean i think i don't i don't know if i speak for us all in this room but i think we're almost conditioned to do it now like like we we all know how to do it um because we have to um
3: the yes, that level and like you're saying of if if,
1: if you uh, if you're making no effort to understand this and understand me and be more accepting then yeah it was your loss actually and um, yes it's affecting you but and then, then the is always put onto us mm. like I'm I'm sorry we're we're the ones we're we're the ones like here we we're, we're the ones at the bottom mm. of the pile mm. right now like we're the ones that are being attacked. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that house mm. for, for use of a better work. Um, why are we the ones that have to educate you? And it, it goes, it goes for a lot of things. It goes for racism, also. It goes for sexism. It it, it goes for all sorts of things. Everything's interlinked at the end of the day. Um, why is it always us uh, having to educate the the, the, the perpetrators? <laughs> you know. And so so some, sometimes I, I get into that mindset. I'm like, do you know what? If you're not going to take time to extend then I'm going to in. mm-hmm. um, even if I have time for you, it absolutely depends on the, the situation, you know, this is my boss. <laughs> like, like I, I want, I want the men. But, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah,
3: I think it depends on the situation, but, yeah, I, I, I try to combat it head on in whatever way I, I, I can, instead of so too much. And I, I actually just need to stop and realise that you're not going to change yet. It's always a guess. It's never too late for an old dog to learn new tricks. I don't think. We have another question. <laughs> Please take away, take away.
0: Fantastic. So uh, we are very much looking forward to part three of this, which will come through shortly. Um, in the meantime, uh, what are we going to be discussing when we do get back to our regular? Uh, it is complicated episodes. Well, of course, it will be how breathtaking Keanu Reeves is, because his breathtakingness transcends gender, transcends sexuality, transcends almost transcends humanism. Who who does not agree that? Keanu Reeves is breathtaking. Um, And if you do not agree, are you human? That is an interesting question that we will possibly discuss next time we're around. In the meantime, um, you can follow us on Twitter, Uh, It Is Complicated, without an E, uh, as long as Twitter is still around. We're also on Mastodon, as It Is Complicated. We're on Patreon, patreon patreon.com forward slash It Is Complicated. The money that we raise on Patreon we use for paying the guests that we have on. I am in the process. I'm in the process because I'm the person who's... uh taken on trying to organize queers uh so i'm trying to organize a couple more special guests to be recorded and we use the money that we raise from patreon to pay our special guests because all workers work and all work should be paid and all work is valid uh whereas can you find us oh you can find us river good podcasts are sold just look for it is complicated And you will find us, there's a picture of me and a picture of Josephine, and that's how you know you've found the right one. Um, So thank you very much and catch you next time.